Are you ready to stop the self-sabotage and create the life you desire? Well, in order for that to happen, you need to break free from the bad beliefs that are holding your success hostage. You need to optimize the stress by turning it into extra energy for success. And those hurtful habits? Well, we need to give that pain a purpose for progress. Welcome to Stop the Self-Sabotage and Create the Life You Desire podcast. How's this sound? Typically on Mondays, I would do Magnificent Mindset. And then on Tuesdays, I share with you lessons I've learned, usually the hard way. How does it sound if we actually combine both of those together today? Because I wasn't able to join you yesterday. I was at the vet's office, facing the potential of having to put one of my dogs down. Now, it, it didn't have to happen like that. She is home, and we're seeing if she can recover. But that actually led to what I want to share with you today, which is I'll do anything for success except but that. So whatever that is, we're going to be filling in that blank with how you self-sabotage in a way at one point in time actually assisted you. It protected you, but you can't move into progress when you come from this level of dysfunctional protection. So let's start with Sunday night. Uh, We had an appointment for one of our greyhounds, Kara, to go to the vet on Monday. Things were not right. And they were beginning to accelerate. Uh, it, It wasn't looking good for her. Now, we can all show up with what if. What if this or what if that? And what ifs are really good because they're saying, do you have a plan for this? And if not, maybe you should create one because life is hard. But suffering is when you're stupid. And that happens A lot of times, not always, but a lot of times when you get caught off guard. So one of the questions that I asked Drew was this. What if I get her to the vet and they say she can't be saved? They want to put her down. You're going to be at work. I'm going to be there at the vet. Can you leave work and join me? And he replied back. If they let me, and if you've been in my world a while, you know that I'm of the mindset, no one has to give you permission to take care of what's right. So I responded back with, oh, you know what? Don't even bother. I've got this. I don't need you. I can do it all on my own. Knee-jerk reaction in one thousandth of one second that was out of my mouth. But wait, that's not what I was asking for. I was asking for, I need help. I need assistance. Can you be there for me? Now, he was honest in his reply, but it's not a reply that I wanted to hear. Because I had an imprint. An imprint is an experience that you went through. 
whether it was one time or repetitively. When you were younger, typically before age eight, but definitely before age 13, where you needed something from people who were in positions of authority and caregiving around you, and you didn't get it. And you didn't get it, which made it mean in your mind at the maturity level you were then, I can't have it. And now you will continue to seek out the people, places, and things that will reinforce the fact that you can't have it. I couldn't rely on anybody to take care of me when I was growing up in a way that was healthy and functional. I had to do it all on my own. Can you see? I reverted right back to that imprint. So I'll do anything for love, but I won't ask for what I need until I get it. That was my dysfunctional way of reacting. Reactions are based on past pain. Responses are based on future impact. I was going back to my past and allowing it to define what my future would look like. Took me a little bit to regroup and say, you know what? No, I I really need for us to try to work this out. I really need you to be there in case things do not turn out. And he was able to do that. Now, if he wasn't, I would have kept asking people around me that cared for me. But I was going to continue to ask for what I needed in a, a way that showed love until I got it, instead of reverting back to that protection of, no, don't need it. Now let's talk about my friend that reached out to me yesterday. She is having another relative just go off the flipping deep end. This relative is doing things that are hurting the entire family. I completely agree with my friend and her an, an analyzation of what's happening. But this is what she was doing. She was trying to get this other family member to see the truth, to see the light of how they were wrong and inflicting pain on others. We all know where that's going, right? It's the victim bully hero, the trauma triangle. And when you're in the triangle, you can never move into progress. All you can do is begin to try to protect yourself from pain. So the person who's being told that they're wrong, and they are, no doubt about it with their actions, but they're not going to hear that. Because if they were already at that healthy space, they wouldn't be taking some of these actions, would they? No. So instead, now they're going to be the victim. And the the woman who is trying to save the rest of the family from pain, let me tell you about saviors. Remember what happened to the last one? They nailed them to a cross. When you're out there trying to save people, at some point, they're going to resent what they feel is your intrusion, even though they gave you that power, even though you're trying to do it for everybody to become their very best. So hers was, I'll do anything for truth. But I won't believe people when their actions tell me they don't care. And what happens? She continues to push and push and push. And at some point, 
you're going to get pushed back and it's not going to get pretty. So what do you do? You allow them to have their truth. You allow them to be wrong while they're hurting other family members. Allow those other family members to decide how they want to work through it. Because as long as you're stepping in to save others, you will disempower them because they won't have the capability to be able to take care of themselves. And again, at some point, they will resent you, even though they handed you that power to make it happen. Then there was the woman that I worked with not too long ago who wanted to become a healthy non-smoker. And in the intake, uh, one of the questions for this type of habit is, when did you smart start and why? She had a lot of pain going on in her life. And cigarettes were the way that she used to handle the dysfunction that she was experiencing in the world around her as well as the world within her, because she did not have the maturity or skill set to be able to get through it any other way. But now she's an adult, right? So I I had asked her about the issues that she had when she was younger, and she's like, oh, yeah, I've, I've worked through those. I'm like, okay, we'll find out. Because cigarettes can be a smoke screen for what you don't want to see. And we took that smoke screen away from her. And the next day, she is reaching out to me going, last night was a horrible night. I'm in tears all morning. This hurts. Why is it so hard? And I explained to her, it's like this. Let's say you have a in-ground pool in your backyard and you left the cover off all winter. And so it's filled up now. It's filled up with rainwater and um blue grocery bags that have blown in from somebody else's yard and dead leaves and uh, uh, other trashy decay items. Well, now it's summertime. You want to use the pool. So you're standing on the edge and you're looking into it. Now the water's murky, but it's still. And you can see all the trash that's down at the bottom. So you put in the vacuum hose to suck all that water out so you can fill it with fresh What's going to happen to that trash? It's all going to rise up to the surface. It's going to rise up to the surface so you can finally get rid of it. But hers was, I'll do anything to be healthy, but I won't accept the power my painful past is holding. Filling that but that with whatever your favorite dysfunction is. Now I'm going to tell you about a superstar. She got it right. She uh, was having challenges with her weight. And uh, so utilizing hypnosis hypnotized her to go back to the time when her mind first decided to use food. Okay, and in a, in a very unhealthy way and what was going on around her and then asked her to go back to the time when those feelings first began, when the feelings first began that eventually led to the dysfunction of using food and asked her what was going on then. And there was something she desperately needed. We all desperately need to know that, that there is certainty that we will not be abandoned, that there is freedom, we will not be rejected, that we are worthy 
and we have a valid place in the world. I won't tell you what hers was, but there was something that she needed and she didn't know how to get it at that time. So she eventually turned to food. So we said, okay, what are other ways that you can get this need met in a way to where every time that little girl in you asks for this, you're able to give it to her in a healthy way. And she discovered something very important, that every time that little girl asked for certainty, asked for freedom, asked for worthiness, asked for validation, she would shove food in her mouth to shut her up. Because that was the way to protect her. But it continued to reinforce the wound that she was given when she was younger. What about you? What's your wound? How do you continue to reinforce it in a way that it works temporarily, but it always seems to backfire? Just like when I wanted love, I needed somebody to be there with me in case what I heard with my dog was not going to be great news. I needed that love, that friendship, that companionship. And yet I went right to, oh no, no, you're not going to give it to me. Fine. I don't need it. The very thing I was screaming out for was the very thing I cut off all options to receive and achieve until a few minutes later, I'm like, oh, oh yeah, wait, no, I really do need this. And I'm not going to wrap myself in protection because when I do, I will never get what it is that I'm desperately crying out for. So what's yours? And how are you using it in a way that continues to hurt? Mission, vision, purpose, path. Mission, vision, purpose, path is a workshop where I take you through the system on how to be able to bring all parts together of you, what you're avoiding, how symptoms show up in dysfunctional ways, uh, what your motivators are that are actually healthy, but you don't know how to express them. What do you really believe about yourself and what are your fears? It brings all together. But the only way you can access this workshop that I'm going to be doing, whether it's going to be you decide to join me in person or you're just going to get the downloads, is if we've already worked together before. Why? Because you need the foundation of understanding the different parts of your personality, exactly how I utilize hypnosis, so that you can begin to realize when you are open to suggestion and how those suggestions will either reinforce your painful past or they'll give that pain a purpose and they'll move you into progress. Mission, vision, purpose, path. If you want access to it, then you've got two options. One, you decide that I'm going to train you so you can do the same thing I'm doing. You do it for others because I can't reach everyone on my own. That is part of my reason for being here is to train others to go out and turn on the light even brighter and then ignite it in others. You sign up this month for the fall training. You will get Mission Vision Purpose Path as a bonus to your training is chforyou.com. 
is where you can go for that information. Now, maybe you're like, you know what, Dawn? I just want to be able to begin to move forward. I don't necessarily want to help others with it. Okay, great. CanHypnosisHelpYou.com. Go there. See how I assist others. Set a consult. And then after we've worked together, you will have the opportunity at a very easy to do investment to join me in this workshop. Mission, vision, purpose, path. What's yours? I'll tell you right now. It is to take that younger you that learned how to be hurt and actually turn it around to where you're better because of it. And when you're better, the world is better. Instead of pointing fingers at everybody else, we need to start understanding we have what's known as a subconscious scotoma. A subconscious scotoma is a fancy word for a blind spot. We can't see it in us. Why? Because it was created by someone else. We need someone else to assist us in being able to utilize it. It's what makes you unique. But it'll sneak up on you and bite you in the butt if you don't begin to use it. If you have any questions, 636-699-7791, reach out to one of my associates by calling that number, or you can send a text. If you want to talk to me directly, send a text and, and address it to me to the same number. CanHypnosisHelpYou.com. It's time to bring all parts together, all parts of you from your past in your present and what is yet to arrive in your future, bringing them all together to turn you on at your very best. I look forward to our chat. What I've been sharing with you is part of your time to thrive. See, we can get stuck in a healing process, but what's beyond the healing? Well, there's growth, and then there's goals, and then there's vision. And Your Time to Thrive is a very special membership where you access a course or a live event with me every single month that is going to teach you this process so that way you're not dependent upon someone else for your progress. Instead, you're empowered to be able to make upgrades on your own. And then whenever you hit a block that just seems to be too much for you to get over, that's when you bring in someone for assistance. So this membership is only open for the next few days. Go to dawnlandrum.com and you'll see all the details when you click on the tab that says time to thrive.